re, re o re ra, jarum branin ji, re o re o, hong va re, re o re ra, jarum branin ji, re o re o, hong va re, re o re ra, jarum branin ji, re o. Welcome to Cult of Geshcast, the show where we look real close at activities that are gross. I'm Gavin. I'm Philip. And we're back. We're back. Baby, we're baby back ribs. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, we're baby Getting back ribs. belly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Isn't it? Is that yours? Yeah. We have one major command for all our initiates and pre-initiates out there, Phil. Neil. Simply, Neil, get on your knees. Beg for your lives. You know you want to. Um, and if you're down there, Phil... Yeah. Tickle me. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. Like, it's that's the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing about being tickled, right? Right. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Simply kneel before us. Uh, listen, <laughs> I want to talk to you real quick about the show, because last episode, well, the episode before last, we adopted Ashtar Sharon. Yeah. Into our... Praise him. Praise him. Praise Ashtar Sharon. Praise his glory. I have been Do you trying, look at him again? I'll look at him side on. <laughs> Prince Sidon I don't want to look at him face on <coughs> No Not right now Again I've been trying Day in day out I'm going to take a quick look And I take a wee peek At that face on image yeah. If you uh-huh. don't know What we're talking about The universe people Episode two episodes ago Listen to that um, But I can't I can't get my fucking head around it What is it? Can I wrap my head up? <laughs> what is it about Ashtar Sharon That's confusing <laughs> Face on? Yeah I can't take it The energies The, the positive vibrational energies The magnificence I, I just like to just call it The magnificence The magnificence says, yeah. <laughs> I love him <laughs> <laughs> He's so good Again There was a tongue in cheek element Yeah At the time I But it really grew on us Didn't it? It really grew on us Like a damned rash <laughs> We should have a good look at him soon Absolutely no. Let's do that. Let's have a, let's have a section that we'll probably call cult status where we look at them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, fellow, we're looking at Freemasonry. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked that. up, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Uh, We've been I, putting it off for a while. Yeah, because it is the it is a big one, and it's like again, I spoke I spoke to people about it. Yeah, they're like, "Are oh, you still doing your daft wee podcast?" I'm like, "Fuck up." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they're like, oh, what, what you do? I'm going to do one on Freemasons. That's not a, <coughs> that's not a cult. Yeah. Um, excuse me? Uh, uh, yes, it is. I believe. Uh, I, uh, as, uh, as experts. Yeah, exactly. Glasses are getting moved up and down the bridges of noses as we speak here. But the idea, like, if you are in an organization yes. moving towards a single goal, mm-hmm. there are secrets, there are rituals. It's got it all. It's got it all. It's a fucking cult. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. Uh, so it's an egg. It's a big egg. We're going to crack this egg open, Phil, suck out the egg white and spit it into society's eye. Yeah. Fuck society, am I right? <laughs> we, my wife and I, were watching... Uh, Wait, Wild, uh, my wife and I. <laughs> hey. Uh, we were watching, we started watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix. Right, okay. Which has been suggested to us multiple times by... Uh, by by initiates we're listening to initiates now is that what it's called well look i didn't want to give them the the time of day the fucking satisfaction <laughs> but we ran out of stuff to watch yeah um we ran out of episodes of bosch to watch <laughs> <and> Amazon Prime. <laughs> bosch bosch um so we started to watch Wild world country and we we're talking about it like what point 
does because we haven't finished it yet. We've mm-hmm. reached a point where um, it's, it's, this kind of cult started off in India, and then at a certain point, they're like, "We need more space. We need yeah. to go find somewhere. Let's move to the United States." And they buy this big patch of land Tons of space in Oregon, outside the city, the town of Antelope. Okay, about forty folk live in this wee town, right. and all of a sudden, like thousands of these. Uh, right, yeah. Members I've of heard cult people talking about this, yeah. Move into this, and they they build a whole city. Yeah, like it's amazing to see. And as far as we've got so far, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. <laughs> it looks incredible. It's all about you know. There's no evil nature to it. Okay, as yet we as don't know yet. how it's going to go. But I don't um, imagine you get a telly show made about this shit if it's just all fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes fine. Well, at the moment, it seems to be the fact that. Um, moving to small town America mm-hmm. is the issue. Is the fact that they've moved to this place where people have really strict right wing views. So the real cultish behaviour is actually from the people who are. Yeah, yeah. which maybe how the program's edited probably isn't. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about like what at what point does a cult become a religion? Yeah, and at what point does it all of a sudden become legitimised? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. from the outside, I mean, they have some kind of very progressive views on kind of sex and mm. things like that for for and from oh, yeah? the eyes of these right wing like small town Americans as like the evil, like free yeah. cult it's like you can decide what happens in your relationship basically so if yeah. you want to go out and have an open relationship that's absolutely fine I see and it's progressive in that the cult seems to be based around things like we're not saying give up everything. Like yeah. the cult leader loves Rolls Royces. At one point, he's got twenty of them. <laughs> That's good. And his kind of secretary, who he, who speaks for him in a lot of TV shows and stuff like that, when they were going through all this, uh, like the person she's kind of battling against in this TV show to try and justify her thing is like this guy. He's driving about. He has seven Rolls Royces, and she'll just interrupt him because he's got nineteen. He's buying <laughs> his twentieth tomorrow. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> it's it's there's That's no. That's what we need to you be. You have like. to give up everything. You have to get rid of everything. They are funneling money into this thing, yeah. but then they're all these people are getting together, like architects and fucking like designers yeah. are getting together and building this utopia. Fuck. The society and it's, maybe this is the end game when you for see us. the actual scale of it. Yeah, it's phenomenal, and we're watching it like if we were around in that time. There's every chance I would have been like, these That'd guys seem sound. Yeah, <laughs> I'll join this. Who knows what will happen? Can well, I tell you what. Let's watch. Stay I'll, tuned. I'll watch also for next episode. It's and only six eps. They're about an hour long each. As we spoke about in one of the episodes, if there's six episodes, I'll watch anything. Yeah, six episodes, except for Derek. Of course, for Derek. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm just going to take a little drink of my gin and tonic here. Yeah, I'll join you. Is it time yeah. to announce the fact that I do have the sniffles? You do have the sniffles a little bit. If you can sense a, a ruddy timbre in and my of voice. Of course, the occasional. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's a lot of. It, it comes on with a laugh as well. Yeah. <laughs> I want to raise something with you, Phil. Mm. Raise him up. Raise him, Ashtar. In a section I'm calling. Just tossing the old idea pigskin around. Okay, yeah. Toss it my way. I was at a live show for a, and I feel okay saying this because none of them listen to the show, pishy local movie review show, okay. live show. Okay. Someone came up to me from the crowd. Yeah. And meekly said, Jerome Brun and G-Man. <gasps> and I was so taken aback, uncharacteristically, yeah. didn't know what to say. Lumxed. I put my hand on the shoulder, I believe, and said, bless thee. <laughs> Neil. But I think it's a good idea. Not right now. We can think about it throughout the show. But to workshop 
a fun phrase that we can reply with. Yes. So that that not only flies under the radar of societal convention, but also means a lot to these chumps. Okay. You okay. Know what I mean, so like just something that means a lot. Yeah. Again, like Jumbrun and G is quite a like. I think you can get away with one pretty quick. <coughs> it's a good under the breath thing to say. Yeah, just for quick, sure. Like, Jumbrun and G man. Oh, 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 boom! And then you sock them one in <laughs> the fucking them. mouth. Well, who knows, Gavin? I mean, we are looking at what is not referred to as a secret society, but a society with secrets. Yes. Maybe exactly. this will give us the inspiration. It'll yeah. rain down upon us and give us perhaps a phrase. Give us this day our daily bread. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Let's find out. Together. <laughs> <laughs> Together forever. Baby, you and me. <laughs> Let's go. This is for real. Why can't you see? Forever together, baby, me and you. So we're back, Gavin. We're on an important countdown timer. You're, you better believe it. Dinner's the, in the oven. The chicken wings are in the oven. Yep. Who knows how long they'll take. <laughs> <laughs> they'll scream when ready. So, so you're, you're going to tell us a bit about the, the Freemason I movement. I have done a deep dive you, into been, the history of the Freemasons. You've been and talking when I say up. Deep. Uh-huh. I mean... All the way back, yeah, all the way back. Yeah, you've been talking up a little bit on a, and I won't lie to you, we've got a a WhatsApp, yeah, uh, group that we paid for. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we we played a lot of your money into getting this WhatsApp together, and then now we talk on it and send uh, bitmojis to each other. Do you use that WhatsApp? (laughs) What is app? Send me a text. (laughs) You old bastard. (laughs) Are you ready to hear the history of the Freemasons? Yes. To truly understand the foundations of four of the Freemasons, we must first travel back to the times of the Crusades. Oh, no way, the Crusades. That's right. That's when Azrael came about. <laughs> the, the, the other Batman. The, other, the better Batman, the I might say. Batman. Freemasons were only officially established and recognised in England in the early 18th century, but its true roots date back to the 12th century. It's ages ago. The time of the Christian Crusades. And if we're talking about the Crusades, Gavin, mm-hmm. you know that we're hitting up the true Backstreet Boys of that period. The Knights Templar. The Knights Templar. Have you heard of them? Um, I have had a passing. You can't take a shit in the Crusades without finding the Knights Templar. That's, That's right. a fact. <laughs> it's a cold hard fact. Now, right. The Crusades, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go on. Not the best time in human history often justified by mad people as essential military expeditions carried out in the name of Christian faith. They were, in fact, essential robbing expeditions carried out in the name of greed. Oh, man, don't say that. That's right. Come on, England. Uh, the Crusades occurred in a period of extreme poverty and misery in Europe, and the prosperity and wealth of the East, mm-hmm. especially the Middle East, was very attractive to these mm. broke Europeans. Attractive enough for a massive polar shift in Christian policies, swinging wildly... From beautiful pacifism yep. to punch their faceism. <laughs> That's good. That's a t-shirt there. <laughs> the founder, the true founder of the Crusades, Gavin, mm-hmm. was Pope Urban II. Oh, Great grandfather of Carl Urban, <laughs> aka Eomer, third marshal of the Riddermark in the Lord of the Rings films. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> anyway. He was the main thrust behind this change in gears from let's be pals to ooh, that's look nice, let's take it yeah. for Jesus. Uh, the call to holy war 
was met with a grand reception from European royalty, noblemen and civilians who were easily won over by the opportunity to expand trade, get rich, mm. or just escape their shitty lives. Or die trying. And of course kill people. You yes. know, for Jesus. Yes. For Christ. And so the Crusades began and raged for years. Europeans barbarically murdering and plundering their way across the Middle East until they reached Jerusalem. When the city fell after a five-week siege, the Crusaders moved in, liberating this holy place by killing tens of thousands of men, women and children in some of the most savage and horrific scenes the planet has ever seen. Yeah. Even dinosaurs. And they saw some shit. <laughs> they saw a lot of cruel crap. Jerusalem became the capital of a new Latin kingdom stretching from Palestine to Antioch. As they call it there, a real Scottish och. Antioch. And a bit of a cold behind it as well. <laughs> However, the Crusaders struggled to maintain the order in their new province. To sustain the state, they created a military order, unlike any previously created. Members of these orders came from Europe to Palestine to live in monasteries, where they received strict military training in order to maintain the oppressive boot heel upon the neck of the Muslim people. One of these orders, however, was different from the others. This order was the Knights Templar. Here we go. The Templars are, as they were known, the poor fellow soldiers of Jesus Christ in the Temple of Solomon were formed in... I'm going to work this out because it's like, how do you start any year that doesn't begin with like 19? (laughs) 11, 18. Yeah. (laughs) 20 years after the taking of Jerusalem. And although they called themselves poor knights, Gavin, they soon became fucking rich. Yeah, that's how how we do. (laughs) The Templars were mainly responsible for the continued oppressing and murder of the Muslim forces. And eventually, following a massive Christian defeat by the Islamic commander Saladin, Mm -hmm. you might have heard of him. I'm from Destiny 2. That's the one. In 1187, at the Battle of Hatton, Many of the Christians that fought against the Muslim forces were pardoned. However, the Templars were not. They were like, these guys are too fucking brutal. They're not getting away with it. We're going to kill every single one of them. Good. Uh, So after slaughtering many of the Templars, the Templars did, however, continue to exist. And despite their reduction in power in the Middle East, they did grow in numbers in Europe. First in France, then in other countries. They soon became so large, in fact, that they began to threaten the crown of France. Shit. The king, Philippe Elbel, ordered for the arrest of members of the orders, soon joined by Pope Clement V. Many members were caught and executed, and the order was officially disbanded. Yeah. But not gone. An ember remains <laughs> in the ashes. Some Templars, Gavin, let me tell you, they managed to escape. Is that right? covering their tracks and taking refuge in the only kingdom in Europe that did not officially recognise the authority of the Catholic Church. Any guesses which country that was? No. Scotland. Scotland! (laughs) Imagine that, Gavin. Imagine Scotland at one point being strong enough to stand on its own merit not afraid to take chances, be independent. Imagine that. I mean, we have to imagine it, as we are currently mourning the fourth anniversary of the day Scotland begged 
for the cuckold <laughs> horns of Westminster to be firmly placed upon its cowering brow. Absolutely. And let me say, <laughs> I am ashamed. <laughs> the hidden knights were recognised under the protection of Robert the Bruce begged. from the Braveheart. Sorry, that's still really funny. <laughs> we begged, pleaded. <laughs> Cap in hand. Shocking. <laughs> Sometime later, the group found a convenient disguise to continue their clandestine existence in one of the most important guilds at the time in the medieval British Isles, the Wall Builders Lodge. Yes. The group soon took charge of this guild, changing its name at the beginning of the modern era to the Masonic Lodge. So there you go. That's that's how they they came to be. Yeah, I yeah. was going to look into the more modern Freemason oh, movement. Whoa, 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 whoa! I've got that covered. It's good because it's less good. <laughs> it is less good because like it starts off pretty like horrible stuff, but there's a slight edge of badassery to it. <coughs> Does not exist in mine, but you know that's fine. Yeah. Um, so Phil, usually what happens is after you do a section. Yeah. We have a little bit of fun. Yeah. That's usually what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to yeah. do your fun or do you want to do my fun? Before we do any fun, let's do your fun first. Okay. But before we get into your fun, I'm yeah. going to bring you a new section called Gavin's Conundrums. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Gavin's Conundrums are things that have happened to me in real life. That okay, you may qu- you may question my may reaction question. to them, okay, or you may agree with me. I don't know, but I'm going to give you the setup. Yeah, you tell me what you would have done, uh-huh. and I will in turn tell you what I did. Okay, now right. let me tell you, I did just finish uh, a course on Lynda.com mm-hmm. about effective listening. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to listening here. I'm going to put that in action right now. Mm-hmm. May I first ask, Gavin? Mm-hmm. What kind of listener do you want me to be in this situation? What are you looking for here? Should I be taking notes? No, it's okay. I think that's a short enough story in which you won't need to. Okay. Um, do you now, just want to vent? I just love to vent. <laughs> I love to belt. <laughs> I haven't told you the story about the KFC Pepsi, have I? No. Okay. I have actually actively <laughs> kept it from you because I thought it was such an interesting story. Get I've spoke to, to, I said this to four or five people to see what they think, mm-hmm. and I've got wildly different Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. Okay, so imagine the scene. You are in that KFC we go to sometimes. Yeah. Not the one at the bottom of Argyle Street. No. The one that used to be the A&W, right? I know you. It's all been done up. So I go in, I get my, my meal mm-hmm. with a large Pepsi Max. I go upstairs and I sit down on one of the tables, which is a table for two. Right. I put the tray down. I said, when I go to sit down, I reach for my drink. First time it's happened to me, probably ever, I... Sp- the drink completely I hit it with my palm it goes over into the other seat and spills everywhere okay nightmare yeah so I think well, I've got a couple of uh, napkins so I start to just I just push all of the water off the table and off the chair in front of me so it's not dripping right I've got yep. a big puddle in front of me yeah and I think this isn't the conundrum what do I do in this situation do I go and say to someone immediately mm. I spilled a drink that means I would then have to eat my entire meal while someone stood next to me mopping up. Yeah, yeah. Awkward. Or do I just keep an eye on it? If anyone comes near me, I say, hey, there's a spill there. On my way out, I'll say there's a spill. Yeah. So I choose that option. I sit and eat my meal. Uh, just as I'm finishing, 
I feel a, a presence next to me on my left hand side. Okay. Someone comes right up to me and I assume for a second it's a, a staff member to say, the fuck's happening here? It's not. It's a young man, about 18 years old, ginger hair, Adidas hoodie on, all day I dream about sex hoodie on. <laughs> Say about 18 years old, very studenty looking boy. Right. Holding a large Pepsi Max. Oh, okay. And I say, hey, what's up? And he said, I saw you spill your drink earlier, and I thought, that's a shame for him. I'll go and get him another one. I go, huh. you didn't need to do that. Thank you so much. And he went, no, no, no. And I was like, don't be daft. He's like, no, it's bought and paid for. <coughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Put it on my table and said, have a good day. And I said, hey, have a good day yourself. And he walks off down the stairs mm-hmm. and leaves the building. Right. So you're sitting here with this Pepsi in front of you. Yeah. Do you drink it? Absolutely no way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Under no circumstances. Exactly. Why Especially the- in the position we're in. Especially, Especially in the position we're in. He could have been from a rival cult. What if he'd slipped a knife into the cup? How could have drank that knife? With ease. He could have crushed up an ecstasy tablet. Yes. But all of that stuff, I was like, no. Nah. So what I did... Who told you to drink it? Who did you I, speak to? I've spoken to <laughs> at least five people in this situation. Whom? Two of those people have mm. said, yeah, fuck it, I'll drink it. No bother. Wild. Considering, again, I went upstairs, which means that someone has bought it at the, 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 the kiosk. Yeah. Brought it upstairs without me seeing so right. for all I know, there could be anything in that fucking cup. Oh, 100%. So I thought to myself, Gavin, what to do is, he's went downstairs. I've assumed he's left the building. Can't confirm that. Yeah. Or he might still be outside. Yes. So you don't want... Waiting to take the knife out your stomach. Exactly, this potential poisoner. But also, <laughs> if he's just being nice, I don't want him to... I'll, I'll finish now, so I don't want to just leave in case he goes, well, he didn't have time to finish that drink. He didn't sub that juice. But then I got on my high horse and I started going, well, once he gives me the drink, it's not up to him what right, I do yours. with it. It's yours. So I just went and confidently threw it in the bin. Yep. And then I waited five minutes to give the impression that I had drunk it. <laughs> five minutes drinking time. As I, the, but as I left, he was outside waiting at the bus stop. <coughs> what? He was outside waiting at the bus stop. Laughing up his sleeve. Thinking, why aren't you on the ground and spasming in pain <laughs> after what I put in your drink? Yeah. And I just went, Thanks very much. Really appreciate that. And he went, oh, no problem, no problem. Mm. But I thought, you motherfucker, you nearly poisoned me. <laughs> nice try. But yeah, that's one of Gavin's conundrums. I thought, like, uh-huh. would, you, would you drink that? I think you handled that situation with a plum. Perfect. Thank you were perfectly polite to the gentleman who brought you, who Absolutely. did a nice thing. He let's let's nice. say he's not a poisoner. Let's say he's not a poisoner. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's male poison is traditionally a woman's way. <laughs> it's a woman's way. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only it's the only thing preventing me from thinking he's trying to poison me. Yeah, yeah. Um however he could have crushed up a razor blade. He could have crushed up a razor blade, he could have slipped uh, a gun Asbestos. in there. Slipped a bullet in there and I saw the bullets. <laughs> the, I, You're polite to him. Yeah. You gave the impression that you drank it, mm-hmm. but you didn't fucking drink it. Yeah. Perfect. There was a point where, where I thought like if he did poison put poison in it and he saw me coming out fine, mm. he would have been like, Oh, that's a bit shite. You must not have either drank it or the poison's no work. And I'm like, yeah. why am I worrying about a, poison, a, poisoner's, <laughs> a poisoner's feelings, feelings <laughs> when he's trying to poison me? What about if he saw you, he was like, he's immune to poison, mm-hmm. built up a kind of Princess Bride immunity to it by yep. tasting it every time. Uh, and he's like, not one to mess with. Or he sees me. He's like goes, Shane from Boys. He's got, um, um, <laughs> he's got a mutant ability to withstand poison. Mm-hmm. I'm going to study him like Mr. Sinister. 
Oh, then I'm no. fucked. That you would be screwed, man. Then I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> On Nathaniel Essex's operating <laughs> table. Oh, Jesus. Don't. I'd say, obviously, we spoke about this before, the X-Men villains I'm most afraid of. Number one. <laughs> Omega Red. I'm really scared of Omega Red, right? But Mr. Sinister's definitely number two. <laughs> Your fear of Omega Red does occasionally just make me laugh in the blue. I do fear I Omega Red. I think siphoning off somebody's life force. I'm like, Kevin must be really scared. I'm, I'm genuine. I think... <laughs> Sometimes a fictional character comes along that just puts the willies up you, and Ooh. Omega Red is one of mine. Omega Red just happens to be yours. Exactly, those adamantium tendrils. Oh, Jesus, don't. And his ability to excrete a poison into the air, a pathogen. <sighs> no, thank you. God, knew without your mutant enhanced healing factor. Well, that's what makes me think it would be good if I was immune to poisons. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be immune to Omega Red? Yeah. Yeah, he's, you're, a no, you're right. he's a multifaceted mutant. That means that I can't actually. You know, oh, fuck it. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to your fun. <laughs> this whole bit about Omega Red's not making the show. <laughs> no, it definitely is. <laughs> Gavin, are you ready to play Factor Crap? Oh, yeah, I fucking love a game of Factor Crap, man. Who doesn't love a game of Factor Crap? Come Jerry. play Factor Crap with me now. <laughs> Jerry Maguire doesn't like a game of Factor Crap. <laughs> he hates it. And you'll be subjected to a lot of them in the future. Oh. <gasps> uh... Now, there's not many of these. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of fact, and not, not a lot of lies. Fact or crap. Such a secretive society. How, who am I to prove fact? <laughs> oh, is that about the Masonic Law? Of course, it is. It's about Freemasonry exclusively. Okay. Fact or crap, Gavin. Uh huh. Number mm-hmm. Pope Leo Thirteenth uh-huh. referred to Masonry as the Kingdom of Satan. Oh, shit. Fact or crap? Fact. It is a fact, Gavin. Kingdom of Satan. The kingdom of Satan. Fact or crap, number two, Gavin. Mm-hmm. Freemasons can only shop from their clothes from the Freeman's catalogue. <laughs> is that fact or is it crap? <laughs> That's good. Must thought of the Freeman's catalogue in a long time. Uh, I'm going to have to say crap on that. That one. is crap. Oh, that God. is crap. Fact or crap, Gavin. Uh-huh. Polar explorers Richard E. Bird and Bernd Balkan. Mm-hmm. Dropped Masonic flags in the North and South Poles. Is that fact or is it crap? A Masonic flag on each of the poles? I'm going to have to say crap. It's fact. Oh, you're jerking my chain. It's a goddamn fact. Shit. Fact or crap, Gavin? Uh-huh. Are you ready for the next fact or crap? I am, yes. Fact or crap? Freemasons will only drink Freeway Cola from Lidl. <laughs> from Lidl? From Lidl. Is that fact or is that crap? I'm going to have to say that's, that sounds like a fact. It's crap. Oh, you're joking. It's crap. They will drink Pepsi. Oh, is it good? Like you? Like me? I drink Pepsi, Max. Odd. But not if you serve it to me unaware. <laughs> Without prior knowledge. Fact or crap, Gavin. Mm-hmm. A man named William Morgan was rejected from the Masons in the 1800s. He pitched and received a large advance to then publish a book revealing all of their secrets. He disappeared and was never seen or heard from again. No. There's a chance, yeah, that you might hear the same. <coughs> you might hear this. This same was always a danger. Fact. This was a danger. Fa- Later, <laughs> a fact. Look forward to that. Michelle. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read it out straight verbatim, <laughs> and you'll be surprised how, how much it matches that exact. Uh, in the year 1892, mm. the tallest building mm-hmm. in the world was a Masonic temple. Is that fact or is that crap? That is a fact. It is a fact, Gavin. It was like 23 floors. <laughs> <laughs> Pish. 
by today's standards. Factor crap, Gavin. The final factor crap. The term on the level, to mm-hmm. describe somebody as being on the level, is derived from Freemasonry as the level symbolises being straightforward and truthful. Gotta say that's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Thank you for playing fact. Wow. You got all of them right. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and he now I truly am on the level. You got all of them right. Gavin, I was going to look into one of the most... I don't know if you're going to touch on this, so stop me if you need to. Mm-hmm. I was going to look into one of the most synonymous facets yep. of the Freemasons. Mm-hmm. The handshakes. Yeah, for sure. Are you touching on that? I've, I touched very briefly on the handshakes, so if you want to go into more detail. Well, I was just going to ask your opinion on it, because when I started to look into it, ostensibly, yeah. the, the, the handshakes seem to revolve around knuckle touching. Knuckle touching. And then having a wee bit of role play. Some thumbs. Some maybe. thumbs and role play. But did, did you see each of them? I looked through the different so, ones. So in turn, you basically you work your way down the series of knuckle in between knuckle, knuckle in between knuckle, knuckle. But yeah. then, mm-hmm. in what can only be described as a double Cthulhu, <laughs> yeah, there's do. a final handshake where hands are joining, intertwining, yep. lustfully. <laughs> Willfully. <laughs> begging into a velveteen <laughs> mouth. I mean... What's going on? There's a lot, you know, and again, it's all about like trying to sort out who is a mason, who isn't, what level yeah. you are and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember, uh, I've not even got this in my notes. Um, my mum's dad, my grandpa on my mother's side, wasn't in the masons. And when my dad met him for the first time, my dad, not a mason, uh, but stood drinking in yeah. the 70s. Yeah, knew a lot of the handshakes and stuff through people that he knew. So did it to my grandpa when he first met him, like taking him home to meet. Wow! And he was just Baller like, move. I was just like, I'm high up in the masons, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Wow, <laughs> this kid, <laughs> take her, gotta marry this kid. He's high up in the masons, <laughs> but a liar, but a liar, <laughs> just like I. Probably don't get on too well if you lie about that kind of crap. <laughs> and a similar, and this might be a, 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 an orange lodge. I don't even fucking know how those two things <laughs> interact with each other. We'll talk about that a bit. Yeah. Good, good. That'll be educational for me. But on one of my last days of working in the pub, right? Um, I was I was gifted by a particularly drunk individual. Yeah. Uh, a, a a circle of cork, right, inside a brass ring. Shit. Of which he had a series of these of varying sizes on his keys. Yeah. And I had no fucking idea what the thing is. Uh, but somebody told me it was some crap to do with all that. Do you still have it? I've still got it somewhere. And I like to think it is my get out of jail free card. Uh, genuinely, I've got it in my notes. Like, those things are worth 10 grand. <gasps> You're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> 10 grand. Like 10 grand. You're rich. <laughs> <laughs> pay off a portion of my mortgage with it that's one month of the Patreon oh shit <laughs> we're, not, we're not fucking Mecha Gamezilla over here in the jungle Irish number one fraud <laughs> Ireland's number one fraud <laughs> sitting, the tax man's on that one sitting pushed lipped on his couch right now <laughs> <laughs> so Phil yeah the damned masons mm, tell the, me more the freemasons the freemasons Pause it so I can get a lager. <laughs> Here we go. Gavin, we're back. We're full of checking winks and rice and twice music videos from YouTube. Yes, yes. Ooh. 
<laughs> it's time to get back into the Freemasons. The Freemasons, it's time to talk about them and what they're all standing for. The damned Masons, Phil. Yeah. The Freemasons. Who are they? One. Where do they come from? Two. You answered that already. <laughs> I'm here to talk about the m- 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 meat and potatoes okay. of the situation. Now, these actually, I'll make sure you start. <laughs> you know these folks, the Masons? They like to congregate together, forming what is known as a lodge. Now, that doesn't refer to the building where they meet. It's the group themselves, once assembled, is known as a lodge. Oh. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) They gather to discuss common events, current events, to wheel and deal, to forge strong relationships in the community, and to get the car MOT'd on the cheap. (laughs) All very secretive, all very suspicious. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Freemasonry is fraught with symbolism. Indeed, you can't take a shit in an orange lodge. (laughs) (laughs) Factor crap. (laughs) Uh, You can't move in a Masonic lodge for icons and metaphors. They're also big on structures, books, and other items that they see as sacred. Yeah. The major stuff we're talking about here, Phil, the big three, you might say, there are three lights. (laughs) First up, and most importantly, a volume of sacred knowledge. Now, more often than not, if you were to break down the doors of your local Masonic Lodge, carve your way through the heaving masses of Masonic marauders with your techno-organic glaive (laughs) and head to the altar area, you'd find a holy Bible. However, it's not always necessarily the case. Many instances, there's more than one book there catering to the beliefs of the brother who has joined. So that's your Qurans. That's your chorus. <laughs> They're they, taken care of. Don't wh- worry about that. Whatever they believe in, it might be there. Books that offer spiritual guidance are important. Mm-hmm. It's not a religion, the Freemason movement, but it does require faith. Yes. In order to join, you have to have faith in some kind of higher power. Mm. If I were to join the Masons, next to those holy tomes, I would place the 1986 Transformers Annual. <laughs> and they'd be lucky to get it. Yep. Number two in the major three lights is the compass, the most recognisable symbol of Freemasonry. Uh, this is a tool used in trigonometry, Phil. Now, if you're not familiar with that, it's a sums thing. <laughs> used to draw circles, symbolising the very earth and the heavens themselves, Phil. Uh, and the idea is that something as mundane as drawing a fucking circle mm. can still have an element of the spiritual and the godly. That's fair. And swinging in at number three, Phil, the square. Not just an extra tasty brand of crisps. Also an implement used in drawing straight, true lines and hard angles. However, it's important to note that uh, this square does not taste as good in a buttered, well-fired Morton's roll. <laughs> like the square, it's important that all Freemasons themselves remain resolute, true, and always in good standing, with their hands out at 90-degree angles. Yes. That's how you can tell a Mason. That right. There are so many other symbols and stuff, it's hard to imagine that folk can keep up. Uh, so many sacred landmarks. The moon plays a big part. Uh, they also kind of sort of worship the sun. It all it's, it goes on and on, and you got to wonder if half of this stuff is to confuse us folks. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't consider two legends ripping apart their horse shit. That's though, did right. Um, the other things that we associate with Freemasonry are things like fucked up handshakes that you spoke about. Correct. Rolling up your trouser leg. That's yes. another thing. Uh, now, because they're so secretive, Masons have, they needed a way to know who was a Mason and who wasn't. There was a lot of people that said, yeah, I'm in the Masons. You're like, oh, well, fucking prove it then. Where's the handshake? <laughs> uh, 
And you need to know who's a low-down, dirty Judas Iscariot liar. <coughs> they have several handshakes that denote you're standing in the organisation, as we spoke about all knuckles and stuff. But to be fair, those have been exposed so many times now, they just use ID cards. Is that right? <laughs> Apparently so, which is lame as fuck. Uh, and when it comes up to the rolled-up trouser leg, uh, sadly, it's only really done at the point of initiation. There's a big ceremony that they have. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Really, like, listen, man, don't this tell everybody is, what goes on here. Yeah, keep a secret. You're gonna have if you tell anyone, you're gonna have your tongue cut out and buried a cable's length from shore, like uh-huh. in from hell. <laughs> Just like um, that. Uh, so it's hard to track down what the deal is. So I visited a few sites. Why do they roll up a trouser leg? Yeah, and I was like, on oh, no, a like a forum, which was like Masons. Like, what's the deal with the the leg thing? Why is it rolled up? And they're like, I don't know. Like, yeah. you use Masons? Do you not know? It's easy to sign up for a forum. They might not have been Did Masons. you find an answer? Well, one of them says that it kind of makes you look like you're in ragged clothes with one leg rolled up. You're like a pauper before God. You're meant to think about how small you are in the eyes of God and how it's good to be charitable to be the, mm. those less fortunate than you. Um, it's also pretty funny. I yeah. might be able to interject here with some Masonic knowledge. Well, fantastic! I did have one like a thing that I, the an Italian brother came in with saying about it's about like the sun, oh, your no, knees and all that stuff. But yeah, let's, that's let's not leave my thing on a BBC documentary that I watched about them opening the doors. Yeah, to the, the the Masonic lodges. Love it. It was about having one foot in the ground, literally. Oh, okay. So you put one foot, take your shoe, take your sock off, put it in the ground. You can't even have. The hem of your trouser leg go under it, so they roll up trouser leg. I see. One foot on the ground. <laughs> Five, four, nine, two. Oh, it's a dog. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Remember that? Fucking hell, the number and everything. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 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 it better be. It better be. That's not going in. Right. <laughs> right, Phil, do you want some interesting facts about Freemasonry in a section I'm calling Gav's Fun Fact Countdown? Please. The Shriners. You know them. Bigger in America uh, than they are here, but they are a group of dudes who drive around in tiny little cars having the best old time by the looks of it. Okay. Have you ever seen them? They've got like fezes. Is that what they are? They are Shriners, yes. Normally a larger gentleman. Normally a larger gentleman. Returned. Not always. I think that's just American. <laughs> <laughs> right. Normally an American gentleman. But I am talking to tiny motors, man. Yeah. Cote wee briefs, and they raise funds for their own children's hospitals where patients don't pay a dime. That's nice of them. Apparently, they're an offshoot of the Masons. you got to be one if you want to be a Shriner and you get into one of those sweet-as-fuck little cars. So the cars come with a gig? Seems to be. Huh. It seems to me as it seems to be that that's the case. Uh, there are few exact details about what goes on. This is fact two, 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 two. Two, 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 two. What goes on at meetings since it's down to each chapter to kind of do what they want. Uh, they're given a base level of instructions from the Grand Lodge. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you buy a McDonald's franchise. Yeah. You've got to have your stuff looking a certain way. Cook the burgers a certain way. Yes. Secretly pull your money to ensure members get elected to local council that way. <laughs> but mostly you're there just to free the beast, hang loose, <laughs> play one, two switch if you want. It's nice. It sounds good. Yeah. So no one really knows what goes on at, at moment to moment at general Masonic meetings. Yeah. I imagine for the dickheads out there, who are like the low, the kind of entry level masons? It's mostly just like you know hanging out and being like, I need my my MOT done. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, we'll bring it in then. I'll Cheap sort bar, you out. probably thirty five mil measures, stuff like that. Exactly, right. small scale shit. Um, number three, 
Number three, Phil, you'll not believe this one. A man named William Morgan was rejected from the Masons in the 1800s. Why? He pitched and he got a large advance (laughs) to publish a book revealing their secrets. He disappeared and was never seen ahead of again. Fact. Number four. (laughs) Enemy of the show, Hitler believed that Masons were a tool of the Jews and under the Nazi regime it's estimated that between 80,000 and 200,000 Freemasons were murdered. Okay. So enemy of the Nazis. Yep, good. Not bad, eh? Yep. Five. In Swings and Roundabouts, your man, Phil, your hero, Anders Breivik, mass murderer from Norway, was a confirmed mason. Ah. Just goes to show you, yeah? Yep. And this concludes Gavin's fun fact countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Some rough chuckle stores then. <laughs> nevertheless, it is weird because... Thoroughly interesting. We were looking at the... Like, in my mind, again, it's because the word lodge is used. Masonic Lodge, Orange Lodge. Yeah. The Orange Lodge, scumbags. Are the highest order, um, but there's so many. It's so easy to see similarities because we think of masons. When you think even of masons, you think bigoted, like orangemen. Yeah, <laughs> in this country, uh, similar official dress, secretive rituals, mostly older white guys, right wing stuff. Apparently, but they both denounce each other. Okay, we're not affiliated with each other in the slightest, but of course they would, wouldn't they? Um, but it seems only really to be a thing over here, and in fact. They've got like weirdly progressive points in some instances. Uh, because all the chapters have a level of autonomy, it means that different chapters can accept different things. Uh-huh. And um, there was one that I was reading about, it was like uh, transgender rules. And it was like the statement that he came out with was like, just because you stop being a man doesn't stop you, mean, doesn't stop you being a mason. Right. So it's all good. Huh. But then there's other ones, some offshoots don't even allow women. Yeah. So... There's a, they all follow a basic guide, but they all differ so greatly, and that's what we need to avoid, Phil, that kind of horseshit. Okay, yeah, we can't have any tomfoolery when it comes to consistency. Like, I imagine there's going to be a point where we're going to leave this all behind. Yeah. But we'll leave the cult of Geshkas behind. Yeah. I don't want it splintering off into, no, I believe when Gavin said this, he meant this. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. No, yeah, exactly. We watch out for that. We need very strict doctrine. And it means everyone's allowed into the cult. If they can afford a Kit Kat, they can be in the cult of Geshkas. Yeah. <laughs> um, some say, Phil, that the Masons have an agenda to take over the world. Right. Um, and? Some Masons, though, have their sights set on the moon. Oh. That's right. Uh, astronauts in the Apollo program, including your hero, Buzz Aldrin, huh? were self-professed Masons. Their rights flags have been to the moon and back. <laughs> and Aldrin seems to have claimed the moon. For his Masonic Lodge in Texas, which Did is they? very funny. <laughs> that's ours. <laughs> I was there. I was mine. I, I, have you been up there? That's mine. Fair point. Um, it also seems that, to be honest, while there's a big ominous machine going on in the background, the Inner Sanctum are really pulling the strings. The Grand Lodge. The majority of Masons are just regular folks, mostly well-off white folks, yeah. mind you, who just want a discount on the dry cleaning. Um, <laughs> having known several Masons, as I say, I think, believe my granddad was one. Uh-huh. Um, there's several, I, I know there's people in my extended family, uh, people at my work, when I told them about it, were like, oh, I could get you in touch with my dad. He's a Mason. Huh. And you're like, I'm so used to this being a secretive thing. Yeah. But when people can just like, yeah, I'm in the Masons, man. I can't tell you what goes on in the meetings, but I can tell exactly. you I am a Mason. It's not a secret society, it's a society with secrets. <laughs> it's a society with secrets. Um, it's a city. But I can't imagine any of these people I know getting up to much darker than, like, not scanning something at the self-serve. Right. Like, lame bastards. 
Who would do that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but while a lot of the rituals and pattern has been exposed, the inner workings, yeah, and whatever the intent of the organization is, is yet to be discerned. Um, which I think is quite scary in a way because they're so big. There's like six million members worldwide. Yeah, everyone can. But I am in the Masons. Check out my Masons ring. Yeah, what goes on at your meetings? I'm not telling you. That's a fucking secret for us and my my friends. That's a secret for being my friends in the Masons. Many celebrities, Phil, claim to be Masons. Thank you. Well, that's Buzz it, Aldrin. Phil. Exactly. <laughs> it's time for us to have some fun in a game that I am calling Freemason or Freebasin. <laughs> so nearly called my name. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I went for the, a lot. the lowest hanging fruit. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Phil, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a, a, a name of a celebrity. Okay. I'm going to tell you that they are a member of the Freemasons. Okay. And it's up to you to tell me. Yeah, that's correct. Or you're freebasing. <laughs> There's no way that they could be on the you're square. You're cocaine, Gavin. <laughs> you're freebasing cocaine. You're taking liquid cocaine in my house. <laughs> Poppers. So, okay, so you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Did you know, Phil, that Richard Pryor was a freemason? Richard Pryor was a freemason. Gav, uh-huh. you're not freebasing. <laughs> I he believe was, he was a mason. Yes. He was a mason, you're right. Philip, <coughs> yeah. Actually, tell you something about uh, the Masons. What's that? Did you know that Dwight York <laughs> was is a Freemason? I believe he is a Freemason. I'm afraid that was Freemason oh. on that one, man. Ah, no way. Yeah. Next up, Phil. Um, actually, I mean, me to tell you because we've been doing this show about Freemasons. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. George Washington. George was a Washington. The founding father of the United States of America. Yeah. Was a Freemason? He was a Freemason. He was a Freemason. You're right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? (laughs) Um, How deep does this go? Well, that's it. I was thinking, actually, that brings up a a point I meant to make to you earlier on. Um, Did you know, (laughs) did you know that Philip Schofield is a Mason? You're Freemason over there. Yeah, I was Freemason, man. I'm not kidding. I knew it, I knew it. I got you. I know. See, you're beginning to get the gist of this. Thing. Yeah. Fresh. Then they're not. Philip. Yes. Ga- hey, Gavin. The Masons has been on our minds quite a lot recently, and I just want to let you know. Yeah. If you're a big tennis freak, Martina Nabratilova is a Mason. She is a Freemason. I'm afraid I was Freemason on oh, that one, man. Oh, what? You got me. I was puffing that Coke. <laughs> Some of the Coke cigarette. Um, what was Hang on, that's my say? phone ringing. Hello? <laughs> What's that? Gav? You'll not believe this. What's that? Oscar Wilde is a Freemason. Is a Freemason? Yeah, is a Freemason to Phil. this day. Um, you're Freemason. I'm afraid. <gasps> he is a Freemason. What? Um, coming up round in the corner on this one. Phil... How's your Spotify subscription? <laughs> it's going good, man. Going good, I still yeah. enjoying it. Still enjoying it. Well, listen, family plan. Speaking of music, <laughs> a family plan. <laughs> a family plan. <laughs> Did you know that Cher, Cher, is a Freemason? <laughs> Cher's in the Masonic Lodge. <laughs> She's part of one. Cher Lloyd or Cher? Cher, the Just only Cher. The only, the true one, true Cher. Yeah, um, I believe she is a Freemason. 
I was freebasing on oh, that one, man. I'm, I'm sorry. So wrong on so many of these. One last one, Phil. F Gavin. Uh-huh. If I could turn back. Like. <laughs> if only. <laughs> uh, I found someone on my list here. <laughs> <laughs> my final one, Phil. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did you know? Yeah. That every single fucking polis <laughs> is a Freemason. That's fucking true. That's fucking true, exactly. <laughs> Every fucking one of them arrogant bastards. <laughs> that was a great segment. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Do you want another Gavin's conundrum? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, why not? I? Right, so I was coming back from my pal Danny's, right? Right. Uh, it was late night. One of those, like, I better go and get the last train. Sure. I'm headed back from his. I'm headed back to uh, Mount, not Mount Florida, one of those. No, yeah, Mount Florida, sorry. Mount Florida, Excuse headed me. back there. Yes. Uh, had a couple of drinks, a bit tipsy. I was like, hey, there's a chippy up there. I'm going to go and get something from the chippy. Percy Polis? It wasn't Percy Polis, no. <laughs> it was uh, coming up the other way. Okay. Um, okay. So I go in. It's pretty pretty bare bones. So we're obviously like cashing up, and I was like, "This is the worst time to get anything from a chippy or anything." But I looked and I was like, "Can I just get a portion of chips?" He's like, "No chips left." I was Yikes. like, "Fuck, man, what you got?" And I looked in the thing, and there was two small black puddings, <laughs> little like sausage, mini sausage style black puddings. Okay. And I went, "I'll just have them." So the guy takes them out, puts them on the thing, puts them on the paper. Uh-huh. Hits them with his spatula. What? It goes like, dunk, dunk. Solid sounding, like you were hitting a fucking... An oak. An oak. <laughs> and he just goes, no charge. Wraps them up and hands them to me. So I go, oh, thanks. And I'll leave. Yeah. And I go and stand outside for a second. And even though I'm a little drunk, I go, how good the, How good can this be? <laughs> <laughs> My question to you, Phil, is yeah. do you... <laughs> Eat those black puddings. How drunk were you? Uh, maybe six cans worth. So to me, not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> to me, six cans, I'd definitely eat them. I'd say to you, but a three can done. No. You wouldn't have I eaten wouldn't them? I wouldn't have eaten them. Was If he had charged you, yeah. would that have made it different? N- no. I, I'll, I'll be brutally honest with you. Hmm. I'm not a deep fried black pudding guy. Oh, fuck you. So... <laughs> I would have probably have let you see the moment he said I couldn't get a rolling chips or a fritter, I'd have been like, right, yeah. smell you. Even the fact that they here. gave it to me and said, you know what? No charge. Yeah. I was like <sighs> Sometimes that's just down to your timing though, Gav. If you're the yeah. last guy in there, he has to get rid of that food regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking that. But the fact that he hit it with the spatula. I don't know why he did that. I don't know why he was did that. Was it to show you how hard they were? Maybe. It wasn't even that hard when I bit into it. I did eat them. <laughs> <laughs> The truth will out. Yeah, I was like, these are fine. And yeah. I was fine, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was a moment where I was like, this is a bit of a low. Would you get on them? What do you mean? Just like, would I get all oh, like vinegar? Yeah, vinegar, salt, I'm not sauce. a salt guy. Like, I'm I'm just, I will just get vinegar salty in the Salty enough as it is. I'm salty enough as it is. Brown sauce? It's been seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, just, just, just vinegar for me. Like, nah. I thought that would soften it up nah, a little. I wouldn't have touched it. You wouldn't have touched it? No. That's because you don't like black pudding, though. I know, I know. I've kind of, <laughs> I've kind of skewed the, the results on you this one like somewhat. You don't chippy, no? Not from the chippy. Louisa always wants to go halfies with me. And like, I'll be like, I'm going to get a fish supper. She's like, I'll get a haggis supper and we'll go halfies. And I'm like, nah. You don't even like the haggis, no? There's something about it. It's too... 
too much. Too much, but it's not. It's it too fucking white. It's wrong there, Chippy. I think it's great. I think it's the best thing. Fish supper, chicken supper, steak pie supper, sausage supper. I'll mm. give you king rib supper. Mm-hmm. King rib supper's good. Like, but you've got to be in the mood for a king rib supper. Fucking free my mind for a king rib supper. Um, but beyond that, I, I haven't dabbled. No? No. Oh, wow. What's the weirdest supper you ever had? You ever had an egg supper? Last supper. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> um, okay, so that is kind of what the Masons are all about, I guess. For sure. It's probably time at this point to look at the history and everything we've talked about, see what the good points of the Masons are, the bad points of, the, of Freemasonry, yeah, and what we're going to absorb into our cult. Can I just interject quickly yeah. before we get into that with uh-huh. a quick cult status? Sure. I think it's time to just go over some of our previous... Oh shit, we didn't do any of that either. Oh, by the way, listen, um, at some point we put a thing up on Twitter that said, <laughs> are we legends? They said, I We started a cult. Uh, we're looking at all the different cults, we're taking all the best things from them, leaving all the bad shit out. That's the one. Um, so now we have a list. We've done what 13, four, 13, 13 different cults. Aye. We have a collection 14. of 13 uh, tenants. Lager. <laughs> well, I wish I had 13 tenants. I only got one left after this. <laughs> Up on the board. We're taking them all in. We're learning from each and every one of them. Should we quickly go through them? Let's go through them. Would How you want, quickly can we do this? Do you want to do cults or the things we learned? Uh, things we learned. Okay. One day I'll know them all. Okay. Without looking. <laughs> Let's have a look right now. Do you want to do you want, is, is that a little game we could do again? Or is that a boring thing to do every month? Watching you struggle. (laughs) Watch Phil struggle with something he should know. (laughs) We have to do it in a certain way because you can see them. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's... uh, Okay, right. Heaven's Gate. Shoes. Scientology. Cash. The Manson Family. Influence. Star Trek. Inclusiveness. Option Rikyo. Oh. Oh. Merch. Merchandising. Merchandising. Don't look back at it. He's trying he's try to remember them all. I'm trying to remember them all. Christmas. Christmas dinner. Matamoros. Hash. <laughs> Branch Davidians. <laughs> That's where it gets ridiculous because we're picking the stupidest shit. Charisma. <laughs> it's charisma, everyone. We've got to have charisma in our cult. The Raelians. Sensual meditation. Jonestown. Oh, <laughs> Tesla Well. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Christian Two Christ People we did. Something to do with money? Rap CDs or something? R&B? One was R&B. There's another one, though. Um, no. Looking the part. <laughs> <laughs> and last time we did The Universe People, which is... Oh, praise him. Praise Ashtar him. Sharon. Ashtar Sharon. Let's, Let's get a quick look at Ashtar. Uh, oh, that is good like uh, do you know what before I looked at him I imagined him as well <laughs> so it's like double fuck no I couldn't do that I'm not there yet <laughs> um, okay so let's have a look let's go away for half an hour and yep. talk about the pros and cons of the Masons enjoy this music for half an hour <laughs> in fact before you do cut off um, I hate to say this on the board we've got a thing called pros and cons where we write down the pros and cons Yeah, I was wiping off last time's pros and cons at that point, I believe Ashtar Sharon took over my body and became, it became an, an automatic writing situation. Right. So there might be stuff up on the board that you've not seen, but Ashtar just wants it known. So if you want to just have a quick look and see if there's anything that might be in the pros and cons list. <laughs> but that's down to Ashtar. Like, don't take that down on, like, that's not me, that's Ashtar. How long has it said? On the board in my house for my wife and child, Cliff. Phil is a pube. <laughs> it's only said Phil is a pube in the last hour or two because oh, too bad. 
that's okay. <laughs> Again, it was only when I was wiping the stuff off. Right. Uh, no, that's fair. So that's, that's Ashtar's one. I've got pubes. You, but you are a pube in his mind. To Ashtar Sharon, you are a pube. And we're back. <laughs> Turn the lights off now. The consultation is over. Indeed. We have awoken from our chamber in our slumbers. My cryo sleep has ended. And now it's time to look Just at the 15 pros and minutes cons. like Judge Dredd. Just like Judge Joseph Dredd, man. Four hours a day is all he needs. And then he eats a, a protein bar with no taste. <laughs> According to the novelization of the movie. Takes on some techno punks. <laughs> <laughs> Eats their shit for breakfast. Right. right. <laughs> Pros. Before we get too hard into the dread universe. Pros, yes. Hit me up with the first programming. First pro is secrets, Phil. Secrets. Secrets are cool as fuck. Secrets One. make you look badass. Exactly. These are the kind of things, hey, what's in your pocket, man? Oh, you can't see. Oh, let me see in your pocket, man. No, man, put your hands in my pocket and feel it. Feel it, man. Oh, no, it's an owl's head. <laughs> oh, no, that's gross. Uh, yeah. That leads us up to our, set, our con, Phil. It's secrets, man. Secret. Secrets can be dangerous. What are you doing Secrets in there? can backfire. Secrets can truly hurt the ones you love most. Absolutely. I hate keeping secrets from anyone. That's why you can never trust me. No. With a secret. You're like Garrick. I'm always <laughs> like Garrick. Garrick. <laughs> Gavin, another pro? Deals. <laughs> Everybody loves a bargain. And the reason why anyone joins the Masons is because you want to be part of a brotherhood who can uh, fix your roof. Who can fix your roof. You want people, again, like the Cult of Geshcast. When we started Cult of Geshcast, yeah. one of the things I was interested I was going. I wanted to call it the New Masons. Yeah. We are the New Masons. Welcome aboard. And in a way we are. We've got a ladder, guitars, skates, patience, steady hands, <laughs> accountancy, and our good working knowledge <laughs> of the Adobe Suite. We've got all that. And if you if anybody in the Cult of Gesh cast wants to use that, yeah. they're more than welcome to come and message us and ask for it. Yeah, we'll put you onto the correct initiates. Now, mildly more impressive is the Masons, in which they have, you know, tax attorneys and shit like that. Lawyers. Lawyers. Guys that'll do your MOT for you. Kings and queens. Kings and queens, and of course. Um, the polis, every one of the Every polis. single one of the stinking, arrogant fucking polis thinks they're <laughs> mental because they've got that hat. Phil... <laughs> <laughs> Give me another con. Do you know what this con is, Gavin? What's that? And we can't prove a link, a direct <laughs> link. We can't <laughs> prove a link between the Freemasons and the Orange Order. Mm-hmm. However, well, this is a bunch it. of fucking bad bastards. The thing is, like the Orange Order, there are many Masons in Scotland and around the world that are in the Orange Order. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. It's a, there's an undeniable link. There. From what we have learned today of the Freemasons, mm-hmm. they seem less likely to look forward to a trip to Belfast once a year to kick shit out of a polis and put in a local shop owner's yeah, window. Less likely. Less likely. But still a little likely. <laughs> and yet. And yet. Uh, Philip? Uh, no, it's your turn. Give oh, me a shit. pro. Pro is knives and stabbing weapons. It's the blades, man. They do seem to have a lot of warrior swords. Set of several warrior swords <laughs> and blades. And ceremonial uh-huh. garb, things like that. There's a lot to be said for, like, initiation ceremonies and, you know, pomp and circumstance. I like that stuff. Yeah. Like, we're not big on that in Cult of Geshcast, but we could maybe be a bit more organised and definitely have more swords. And more pomp. And more pomp and more pommels on our swords. <laughs> <laughs> on the hilts of our swords. Are they full tang? <laughs> they are full tang, man, I'll tell you that much. Um... 
Fill up, hit me up with our final con. This final one, yeah, again, we can't necessarily prove, but with all of these cults, there is a thick, dirty, <laughs> arrogant, underlying current mm. of just being a bad bastard. What he's up to? What he's up to? Tell us what's happening. There's definitely underlying a thick plug of cervical mucus, <laughs> which I intend to, to ram against. <laughs> Are they bad bastards? We can't prove that they're not. We can't prove that they're not bad bastards. I actually cannot prove that the Freemasons aren't bad bastards. So that, We that, tried, and that, we looked at both, all the Wikipedia. We looked at the entirety of the Wikipedia, even the links bit that nobody looks at. References? References? No, thank you. Okay, so at this point, mm. the, the cons are now in the bin. Yeah. Candles in the wind. Got all on. we have now are secrets. Secrets, also deals. <laughs> Deals and blades. And blades. Now, what do you think can bring the most to Cult of Geshcast? I think it's staring us in the face. Yeah. As much as I like a blade. Yes. It's got to be the deals. Look at all these things we've got. Look at all those cool things we've got. And we could stand to have more. Yes. The reason we don't have more is because we stopped doing that section where we asked about skills. Yes. That's on us. That doesn't mean that these idiots don't have skills. It doesn't mean we're even bringing that bit back. No. It means that we need to figure out a better <laughs> way to find out how people can get in touch with members of the Cult of Geshe cast. Mm. We want to make people's lives better. One of the things we did when we started this show was said we want to even try and improve the life of one person. One person. I know you're particularly passionate about this, Phil. We want to find out who's the person out there that can guarantee, that we can guarantee we can help. Just one person is all it takes, Gavin. If and just I'll one person. This was a roaring success. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important that we can, like, as much as we bullshit on the show, I'd love the fact that we have people who believe in us enough to give us money. Mm-hmm. And also there's going to be people out there that need our help. What we're talking about here, Gavin, is mm-hmm. an exclusive one, well, two-on-one two on one, tutelage. Yeah. Tutelage, yes. Mentorship. Mentorship is very important. Get in touch. Gavin and I can help you. I stumbled over that a bit, but that's okay. I think that the problem here is if you're in a bad way, it's hard to ask for help. And don't feel like we're going to take the piss. Mm. We're going to make fun of you. We're not. We're going to help you. We're going to make your life better. I guarantee whatever your problem is, call it a guest cast and sort it. We've got a ladder, guitars, skates, patience, steady hands, accountancy, and the Adobe suite behind us. <laughs> I'll be damned if there's anything we can do I, uh, outside of and a, a budget, medical condition and a budget coming and from of course the goddamn coming in. budget imagine we made somebody's dream come true they're like I want to go to the Kelpies like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom we can go there I'll take you I'll, I'll give you a lift I'll see if my wife can give you a lift <laughs> boom here's a ticket to the bus send a picture so we know you got there <laughs> We're not coming. Or if you don't, that's up to you. Um, yeah, I think it's important that deals... Deals are a big thing. Deals are a massive thing. Though, I want us. to know more about the people who are members of Cult of Geshcast. Okay. I want to find out... You're throwing this out? Is, have we entered into a cult status? Are we putting I think we're entering into a cult status. Yeah, I think we are. Let's put out the, the call to rally. Ca-ca! <laughs> I want to know what you can do and how it can help the cult. I want to know that. And yeah. I don't mean this fucking... Like, well, you know what we have. Yeah. We don't need doublers. No. So that's it. I mean, that's what I want to know. Are people out there willing to lend their help to someone, a cult member in need? Imagine they were for a second. 
a genuinely like a little pang of like imagine <laughs> imagine that, we changed the world <laughs> imagine someone was like i'm a painter decorator and someone was like that's weird i need my house done all right oh cool well i'll give you a discounted rate based on being a member of cult of cast boom now we're the new masons that's us we've done it we've done it that's all the masons is <laughs> <laughs> it's all the masons fucking is aye it's basically some kind of tradesman's website aye that's all it is it's like findabuilder.net <laughs> that's all it fucking is <laughs> so that's how I want to make the college cast <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna bend this we're taking your Patreon money to start findabuilder.net start our own don't app. take it don't take it please god it will take ages to buy it <laughs> We do have a lot of money to buy it off. <laughs> so we've got that decision that's now entered into the Cult of Geshcast rule book. Thank you. Deals. Deals. Um, Pens running it, Gavin. Now, with that, Phil, we got to come on to our new section called Cult Status. Yes. Where we look at is the, or- the Orange Order. <laughs> no, it's the Freemasons. Are the Freemasons better than our current favourite cult? Uh huh. Which is the universe people. No. No, absolutely not, no. <laughs> don't be fucking stupid. Aye, don't be so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I think we've got time for a little bit of housekeeping before we head off. Yeah, the, sure. What would you like to talk wild, about? Wildwood. Well, we've, we've put out our, our, our next task. Yes. For the cultians. We want to know what your skills are and how they can help the cult, i.e. not just us, everyone in the cult. I think it's important to tell them about the Patreon Yes, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cult of Geshcast. You can pledge pleasure yourself and become <laughs> a cult member for the price of a damned Kit Kat. That's one dollar a month. And why not double the pledger by doubling your fucking pledge? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And why not quadruple? You ever heard of multiple orgasms? Time for multiple donations, <laughs> lazy <laughs> bastard. Um <laughs> Gavin, if people wanted to find us on social media, how would they do that? They can find us on Twitter at Geshcast, uh, and they can also not go to the website, we let that lapse. Yep. If you want to buy Cult of Geshcast, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't buy findabuilder.net. No, God, no. Um, it'll soon be Christmas, Gavin. Yes. We need to get the run up now for the <laughs> Geshcast annual Christmas munch. Christmas munch. That's true. You know what? To be fair, we only have, let's say, two episodes ahead of the Christmas munch. We are going to, by next episode, we'll have picked where it's going to be. Yes. Get ready. Get your train tickets in order Uh for December. Don't expect (laughs) us to buy you anything. No, God, no. Make yourself known. (laughs) All that stuff. What I will say about Do not kill us. Next time, I I broached this subject with Phil when we were talking about the pros and cons. We've had two episodes that have been very loosey-goosey. Next time. Nice and light. We've had the universe people, very nice. Masons, shady as fuck, but at the same time, Ah, nothing games. Apart from the Crusades. (laughs) The Crusades was a bum note. Oh, we should have put that in cons. Instead of... (laughs) Killing all those folk, Um, But what next episode... Something really fucking grim. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Something it's our Christmas. Genuinely scary. It's our Christmas. We are going to make sure that whatever you... It's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth, so fucking watch We're it. We're talking about horrific. We're talking about really bumming me out when I'm writing about it. Yep. Get ready. All of that stuff. I'm yeah. talking... Yeah, real. I'm not going to say what it is, but by the time you... When you see it, you'll be like, shit, they're not covering that. It's the they? sludge people. It's the fucking dirt gods. <laughs> it's apocalypse. Or no, it's a Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hit up all the shit we talk about. Keep giving us money. Cult of Geshcast. 
See ya. See ya.